So once again, welcome to IFGF Seattle. So this is your home. So welcome to Pastor Devi. Thank you for visiting us. So how many of you uh, are excited for next year, 2020? I'm so excited, you know. <laughs> so three more days, three more days. So when I found that uh, I need to preach today, wow, this is the last Sunday of 2019, right? Wow, it's going to be an, an year of a uh, message. And then I pray to God, God, what do you want me to share? What do you want me to share? Give me the message. Give me the message. You know what? God spoke to me uh, two weeks ago. Uh, in my heart, uh, he said like this, Hey, Ricky, did you remember the story about uh, Joshua and Caleb? Yeah, I remember. It's about the promised land, the Canaan, you know what I mean? And then only Joshua and Caleb entered the promised land, but the others couldn't make it. Because, because what? God killed all of them in the desert for 40 years. For 40 years. So I want you to share about Caleb. And then I said, really? Who is Caleb? I know Joshua more than Caleb, you know? Joshua has a, the book of Joshua. But Caleb, who is Caleb? I have no idea. And then this is my first time, you know, talking about Caleb. And then I did my research. And then I want to share something interesting this morning about Caleb. So let me, uh, let's open with me. Joshua 14, verse 6 to 15. So Joshua 14, verse 6 to 15. Let me read to you. Caleb inherits Hebron. Then the children of Judah came to Joshua in Gilgal. And Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, the Kenesite, said to him, You know the word which Lord said to Moses, the man of God concerning you and me in Kadesh Barnea. I was 40 years old when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me from Kadesh Barnea to spy out the land. And I brought back the word to him as it was in my heart. Nevertheless, my brethren who went up with me made the heart of the people melt. But I wholly followed the Lord my God. So Moses swore on that day, saying, Surely, the land where, the land where your, your foot has trodden shall be your inheritance and your children's forever. Because you have wholly followed the Lord my God. And now, behold, the Lord has kept me alive, as he said, these 45 years. Ever since the Lord spoke this word to Moses while Israel wandered in the wilderness. And now, here I am this day, 85 years old. As yet, I'm as strong this day as on the day that Moses sent me. Just as my strength was then, so now is my strength for war, both for going out and for coming in. Now, therefore, give me this mountain of which the Lord spoke in that day. For you heard in that day how the Anakim were there and that the cities were great and fortified. It may be that the Lord will be with me and I shall be able to drive them out, as the Lord said. 13, and Joshua blessed him and gave Hebron to Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, as an inheritance. 
Hebron therefore be became the inheritance of Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, the Kenizzite, to this day, because he followed the Lord God of Israel. And the name of Hebron formerly was uh, Kiryat Arba. Arba was the greatest man among the Anakim. Then the Lord, uh, uh, then the land has rest from war. So Caleb is a Hebrew name. Hebrew spelling of the name Caleb is identical with the spelling of the word dog. Caleb. K-E-L-E-V. Caleb. Dog. But you know what? Some Bible uh, experts argue about it. So that's why another translation came up. The ancient Hebrew meaning of Caleb. Faithful. Wholehearted. Devoted. Bold. Brave. That's the meaning of a Caleb. So Caleb actually is a compound word uh, in Hebrew. Call uh, means all, whole, and then lef means heart. So that's why Caleb or Kolef as pronounced in Hebrew actually means wholehearted. So for that reason, name of Caleb was known as a, the faithful dog. Loyal and devoted to one master. The faithful dog. In the ancient culture, dogs were not pets, you know. Uh, they are a uh, curse. Curse is a aggressive dog or dog that uh, is in poor condition. That's a dog. But God turns around Caleb's life from the, you know what? Dogs in the ancient time, uh, they were uh, wild, unwanted, rejected, you know. So, but this morning we want to see how God turns Caleb's life around from the unwanted person, rejected person, to be a royal, to be a chosen one. I'm going to continue. So, Caleb was one of the slaves in Egypt. He is a Gentile non-Jewish people. He was from a clan or nation called Kenesite. He came out together with Joshua when God uh, chose uh, Moses to lead Israelite from Egypt going to the promised land. And then one day, Caleb was adopted into the tribe of Judah, the royal tribe from which the kings of Israel came. And now, he comes to claim a part of the promised land. God loves to take the outcasts and make them belong to himself, you know. When we, when we are talking about the dogs, you know, I remember about Matthew 15. Did you remember when the, uh, the woman from Canaan, the Gentile woman, uh, he came to Jesus and crying out loud and then, Jesus, help me, help my daughter. He is a demon possessed and he is suffering terribly. And then the, 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 uh, the disciples was ups, upset, and then he asked Jesus, can you ask her to leave, you know, because he is annoying. And Jesus said like this, I was sent to lost sheep of Israel, of Israel, you know what I mean? And then, uh, and then uh, God continues saying like this, it's, it, it is not right to take uh, children bread and then toss to the to the dog, so which is mean uh, 
this woman is the dog, you know what I mean? But the thing is like this. And then, and then the, let me read the, the first, you know. Jesus said, it is not right to take the children's bread and toss it to the dog. And then she said, yes, it is, Lord. Even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the, their master's table. So do you know that the salvation original plan just for Israel? But the Israel rejected. Re Israel people ref uh, refused, you know what I mean? So that's why uh, God said, if you don't want my salvation, it's fine. I'm going to give to another other nation, you know what I mean? So that's why here we are right now. All the promise for, uh, for Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob belong to us right now. Okay, so so this morning I'm, I'm going to uh, share about three points. But before I share these three points, I want to go back 45 years ago when uh, God asked Moses, to send 12 people for, from 12 tribes to explore the promised land. So I'm going to read from a uh, book of Numbers 13, verse 1. And uh, this morning is going to be a lot of uh, verses. Please bear with, bear with me. I promise you I will finish in 20 minutes. <laughs> and the Lord spoke to Moses saying, Send men to spy out the, the land of Canaan, which I'm giving to the children of Israel, from each tribe of their fathers, you shall send a man, everyone a leader among them. So Moses sent them from the wilderness of Paran, according to the command of the Lord. All of them, men who were heads of the children of Israel. Now, these were their names. From the tribe of Reuben, Samuah, the son of Sakur. From the tribe of Simeon, Saphat, the son of Hori. Verse 6, from the tribe of Judah, Caleb, the son of Jephunneh. I'm going to jump into uh, verse, uh, if, you s if you read uh, verse 7 to 15, so you will find all the names. So 12 people uh, from 12 tribes. Let's jump to verse 25. And they returned from spying out the land after 40 days. Now they departed and came back to Moses and Aaron and all the congregation of the children of Israel in the wilderness of Paran at Kadesh. They brought back word to them and to, and to all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. Then they told him and said, We went to the land where you sent us. It truly flows with milk and honey, and this is its fruit. Nevertheless, the people who dwell in the land are strong. The cities are fortified and very large. Moreover, we saw the descendants of Anak there. The Amalekites uh, dwell in the land of the south, the Hittites, Jebusites, and the Amorites dwell in the mountains, and the Canaanites dwell by the sea and along the banks of Jordan. Verse 30, then Caleb silenced of the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and take possession, for we were well able to overcome it. But the man who had gone with him said, We are not able to go up against the people. For they are stronger than we. And they gave the children of Israel a bad report of the land which they had spied out, saying, The land through which we have gone as spies 
is a land that devours its inhabitants and all the people whom we saw in it are men of great stature. There we saw the giants, the descendants of Anak came from the giants and we were like a grasshopper in our, in our own sight and so we were in their sight. If, I con if we continue uh, number 14 verse 1, Israel refused to enter, uh, to enter Canaan so all the congregation lifted up their voice and cried, and the people wept that night. And all the children of Israel complained against Moses and Aaron. And the whole congregation, uh, congregation said to them, If only we had died in the land of Egypt, or if only we had died in the wilderness, why has the Lord brought us to this land to fall by the sword that our wives and children should become, uh, should beca uh, become victims? Will it, uh, will it not be better for us to return Egypt? They said to one another, let us select a leader and return to Egypt. This is a grasshopper mentality, you know. And then Moses and Aaron fell uh, on their faces before all the assembly of the congregation of the children of Israel. But Joshua and the son of Nun and Caleb the son of Jephunneh, who were among those who had, who had spied out the land, uh, tore their clothes and they spoke to all congregation of the children of, of Israel saying, the land we pass through to spy out is an exceedingly good land. If the Lord delights in us, then he will bring us unto this land and give it to us, a land which flow with milk and honey. And do not rebel against the Lord, near f uh, nor fear the people of the land, for they are our bread. Their protection has departed from them, and the Lord is with us. Do not fear them. And all the congregation said to stone them with stones. Now the glory of the uh, Lord appeared in the tabernacle of, me of meeting before all the children of Israel. And you know the rest of the story, right? So because of, uh, because of their unbelief, God punished them for 40 years. They were wandering in the wilderness, and then all the people who refuse to obey God will never see the promised land, with two exceptions, Caleb and Joshua. Only Caleb and Joshua. The question, why God rewarded Joshua and Caleb? Verse 24, But my servant Caleb, because he has a different spirit in him and has followed me fully, I will bring into the land where he went, and his descendant shall inherit it. So today, I'm going to share three points. What can we learn from Caleb? Now we're going back to the present Joshua 14. So 45 years ago, when Moses sent all the people, 12 people from 12 tribes, and then now today, Joshua said, then the children of uh, Joshua 14, verse 6 to 7. Then the children of Judah came to Joshua in Gilgal, and Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, the Kenesite, said, You know the word which the Lord said to Moses, the man of God, concerning you and me in Cardes Barnea. I was 40 years old when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me from Cardes Barnea to spy out the land, and I brought back word to him as it was in my heart. I have two key words here. You know the word which Lord, and then as it was in my heart. If you check the message version, it says like this. Remember, 
what God said to Moses, the man of God concerning you and me. So my first point is, remember what God said. Remember what God has promised. Remember what God has done. That's the first point. Psalms 103, verse 1 to 2 said, I will bless the holy name of God with all my heart. Yes, I will bless the Lord and not forget the glorious thing he does for me. So can you imagine 40 years in the wilderness when Caleb and Joshua came out together with Moses? Caleb saw when God parted the Red Sea. Caleb saw when Moses, uh, I mean through Moses, God lead, God lead uh, the people of Israel with the pillar of fire, the pillar of clouds. He remembered God's provision in the wilderness. He never forgets all the glorious things. When he was about to enter the Canaan, when he, he was exploring the promised land, he said, that's it. This is the land that God promised to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. This is the time. But unfortunately, God punished, right? Because 10 people said the bad report and then two good reports. That's my first point. Remember what God has promised, said, and done to you. So let me continue verse 8 to 10. Nevertheless, my brethren who went up with me made the heart of the people melt, but I, I wholly follow the Lord my God. So Moses swore on the day, saying, Surely the land where your foot has trodden shall be your inheritance and your children forever, because you have followed, because you have wholly followed the Lord my God. And now, behold, the Lord has kept me alive, as he said these 45 years, ever since the Lord spoke to this word to Moses while Israel wandered in the wilderness. And now here I am this day, 85 years old. This is my second point. Fast, right? Do not stay in the past. Do not let your past dictate your future. I, I always believe like this. If you want to follow God, you cannot stay in the past, right? Because our God is, prog uh, our God is progressive, progressive, so you cannot stay in the, pa in the past. Can you imagine if, if we are uh, in Caleb's position, for another 45 years, living with Israel in the wilderness, if we can summarize his life in three days. Desert, death, and discouragement. It's about, this is all about Israel people, you know. Desert, death, discouragement. But one thing I notice here. But Caleb never loses his vision, his passion, his hope. Why? Why? Because Caleb never let his heart stay in the desert. His heart always stay in the Canaan, the promised land. You know what I mean? His heart always stays in the promised land. Canaan, not in the desert. No matter what 45 years, you know, 
the you know Israel very Israel people uh, is very stubborn you know <laughs> so no matter how difficult the situation the situation he had he never lived by sight but by faith that's about Caleb the Bible says on 2 Corinthians 5 verse 7 for we live by faith not by sight so this will be my last point about faith. So the first one, remember God promise. Remember what God has done to your life. The second one, do not stay in the past. Do not stay in the past. Don't let your hearts stay in the desert, you know. Stay in the canon, the promised land. Number three is about faith. But before I explain more about the faith, so I want to share a little bit about our friend Samuel Sutanto. <laughs> okay, so a couple days ago, I text him. He just got uh, his U.S. citizenship. Congrats, Sam. <laughs> so I've been knowing I've been knowing knowing Sam. Since a long time ago, right? <laughs> I don't know, ten years, twelve years, for ages. Uh, he used to he used to help me with the the design for my company, you know. And then I knew his journey, you know. I knew his journey from the beginning until now. Believe me, it's ha uh, it has been very a uh, long, long, long wait. When I saw his life, it's like up and down, up and down, and then many struggles, you know. To be honest, it, it was very suffering. If I can say very suffering, you know. I'm, I'm not in his position, but if I look his journey, I was like, a, I'm tired myself, you know. I'm tired myself, exhausted, and then sometimes I... I I, I I told my um, myself, oh, come on Sam, just go home then. I think all doors closed already. Just go home. But the thing is, I noticed that Sam has been very faithful. You know, has been very faithful. When couple days when he got uh, his uh, U.S. citizenship, I was like, oh my gosh, this is it. You know, it's a a new chapter for him. A new chapter, you. So now I just can say I'm proud of you, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said to me, and then he said to me, God will finish what he has started. Wow. Wow. Okay, so my, my last point. So first, uh, 11. As yet, I'm as strong this day as on the day that Moses sent me, just as my strength was then. So now is my strength for war, both for going out and for coming in. Now, therefore, give me this mountain of which the Lord spoke in that day. For your heart in that day, how the Anakim were there and the cities were great and fortified. It may be the Lord will be. Uh, it may be th that the Lord will be with me, and I shall be able to drive them out, as the Lord said. And Joshua blessed him and gave Hebron to Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, as an inheritance. So my last point, 
Choose faith, not sight. Choose faith, not sight. Guys, three more days. We will enter 2020. Three more days. Three more days, we will enter the promised land. So I want to encourage you guys. Let's enter 2020 with confidence. I know it's not that easy. We are not perfect. I still have my worry. I still have my uncertainty, you know what I mean? It's normal. But this morning, let's declare together like Caleb, you know. If God goes with me, I will drive them out just as God said. Let us go up at once and take possession for we are, uh, we are well able to overcome it. I have no idea what the situation that you have right now. But let me tell you a little bit about myself. But I, re I remember when people asked me like this, Heko, did you finish your resolution for next year? This is a common question, right? And off here, like a couple of days ago, Jason asked me, to <laughs> did you finish your resolution for next year? And I said, I am done, bro, since a long time ago. <laughs> what resolution? I'm done. Every year has been like this. I'm tired, no changes. I've been waiting my breakthrough for so long. Business, business still the same. No progress, still the same. How about girlfriend? What girlfriend? Are you kidding me? I had to wait until 45 to get married, bro. I hit <laughs> what girlfriend man every year somebody asks me about this <laughs> I had to wait until 45 to get married hello so this morning maybe some of you has been waiting your breakthrough for law for for ages, you know. Maybe some of you has been looking for a job. It's one year already, man. Maybe some of you have been praying for your family. Ten years already. But I just want to let you know, I just want to say three words. Never give in. Never give in. Your turn will be coming soon. Like Caleb, remember God's faithfulness. Remember what he has done to you. He will do it again. Amen? Never let your heart stay in the desert. Walk by faith and not by sight. Just believe with God's help, we will conquer the land. We will conquer to, uh, 2020. I love when Pastor Iran mentioned this morning about God has arrived, you know. He has been waiting for you. He wants to bless you next year. He will give you surprises, you know. This one, I have a one quote. The victory has been ours since he rose from the dead. Amen. Amen. So, I'd like to encourage you guys this morning. Never give in. Never give in. Caleb said, 
God has kept me alive. F when he was 40, he got the promise from Moses, right? And then he has to wait until 85, another 45 years. But God kept him alive. God will keep you alive until you see the promise to be fulfilled in your life. Amen. So let's enter 2020 with confidence, guys. When I learned about this Caleb, I was like, oh my gosh. This is so amazing, though. This is so amazing. Can you imagine from the dog, from the unwanted, rejected person, but God adopted him to the tribe of Judah, the royal tribe. This is the gospel, guys. This is the gospel. Who we, who, we, who we are, you know what I mean? We are the Gentile, but God adopted us to be his son and daughter. Amen. And then all the promise for Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob belong to us right now. Belong to us right now. Amen.